umgoblue.com by fans for fans since 1999 yeah hi everyone uh good to see everybody i know you guys are excited to try to get some scoop here uh i was thinking about this today and i wonder if you actually if there's any difference in the amount of information you guys get compared to a normal spring uh it probably is about the same uh but excited to uh to to be here appreciate everyone for for coming um, things have been great over here at the Harbaugh House during quarantine. Um, been doing a lot of recruiting stuff, a lot of meetings. Uh, our players have been awesome in terms of engaging in all the things that we've been doing virtually. Um, a lot of Pixar movies in my house. Uh, good dad time. Uh, my wife's a rock star. I have a full, full and complete appreciation for what that job entails. And, uh, uh, it's amazing the things that moms everywhere do. And I think probably uh, a lot of husbands are realizing that uh, during this whole period, figuring out it's a little busier and a little more challenging than, than we ever imagined. So uh, big shout out to all the moms, especially especially my wife, Brittany. And um, yeah, we're just plugging along, staying positive and really committed as a group to making uh, this whole thing into our benefit with the way that we handle it and the decisions that we make. And our players are phenomenal. We recruited a, a great group of guys in a locker room full of dudes that are really accountable. They're self-starters. They don't really need people looking over their shoulders and uh, checking on them a ton. And I think a period of time like this is is one where you're really grateful for that and, and uh, really proud of the way that they've handled it. So we're just continuing to do, you know, whatever we, uh, whatever we're told to do and try to do it at the highest level and continue to keep getting better. And whenever it's time to be back together, then we'll be ready to roll. Uh, we have a question from Isaiah. Hey, Jay, thanks for doing this. Um, yeah. When you, uh, you've obviously got quite a, quite a bit of talent now in the running backs room between having a couple of return, uh, returning guys in, Zach and uh, Hassan, and then you know everyone else, obviously. But Chris Evans coming back, how does that? Uh, what kind of challenge do you face in trying to determine who's going to be your leading running backs, and how is Chris kind of reacclimated to everything? It's been great to have Chris back. He's doing an awesome job, just getting himself familiarized with everything, learning the new system. Um, Chris is a—he's really into the details of the game. He's into learning the the bigger picture. What are the line linemen doing? What's the defense trying to do? What do we call this? Um, you know, he's always asking me extra questions and stuff. So I think his personality and his passion for learning has, has kind of really suited him well during this this time. And he's equipped to handle not having <laughs> he's able to say, okay this play, oh, we used to call this, you know, blank, whatever. And, and so he can equate things very simply. And so sometimes he won't get something and then he'll be like, oh, this was like what we did back in, you know, against Florida State. And I'm like, man, you were, you're a freshman then. So it's a, uh, it's pretty impressive how he's able to do that. And in terms of the other part of your question, it's a blessing to have a, a great group of guys. Chris is uh, the crafty vet, he's got experience, and, and I'm excited for him to be able to share that with the other guys. And, you know, we're just going to keep growing and getting better as a group and competing. And I know the, the end result of that will be everybody will get a lot better. 
And, you know, when it comes down to it, you need a, a few guys to be able to, to be ready to play. And, and uh, crazy things happen over the years. So you need a, a, a deep room. And one of the things that we all love about Coach Gad is that he loves to play multiple backs uh, in two back sets. He's done that in his past at other places. Um, we did it a little bit last year. I think that uh, we probably would have done a little bit more if we had a, a just better luck with injuries. So I think that's another thing that leaves the door open for, for more opportunity and something that our guys are excited about. Reminder, if you have any questions, throw it up in the chat and I can call on you. Just so you know, nothing's coming through at this point other than Isaiah's, so. Um, Jason Lewis. AJ, thanks for taking the time. Um, being that you do have so many guys back, how much easier does that make it not having spring ball where it's not like you're teaching a bunch of guys new things and trying to get them caught up to speed where you have that experience and maybe they could help some of the younger guys this year? Uh, I'm not sure I understand the question. Are you saying, is it is it easier to not have spring? Could you, could you just give that to me one more time? Yeah, of course. Um, is it easier in the fact that because you have experience and you don't have spring, that's maybe a benefit as opposed to uh -huh. if, you know, you didn't have spring with a bunch of new guys that didn't know the system, didn't know what you were doing and totally. whatnot. Great question. I, I apologize. I totally uh, blanked on that. So uh, yeah, what you're getting at is exactly right. That like, if this were to be last year, um, you know, we'd still make the best of it, but it would be a lot more challenging. It's a huge, huge advantage to have guys who have played uh, and have really gone through and done it. And a lot of, a lot of our guys learn best by, by physically doing it. They, they need walkthroughs, they need practice. And then the game reps, as we all know, are, you know, those are priceless. So uh, that's definitely a big thing and something, you know, knowing that, hey, all those guys have, have played uh, all the way down to Christian Turner, that's huge. And then, you know, the guy who hasn't played in Blake Corum, uh, you know, the good thing about him is that he was an early enrollee, so he did practice with us. And so he has done it just a little bit at least. And then even though we missed spring, I mean, he's a guy who's, you know, he'll walk through things on his own and he played against great competition in high school. So uh, I would expect him to translate and transition well in terms of the speed of the game and everything. Next questions from Aaron. Jay, thanks for doing this. Um, obviously, going into the last year, you had a less experienced running back room. I'm curious what you think about particularly Hassan um, and Zach Charbonnet, where you think maybe they improved the most uh, coming out of last season. Yeah, the, the question is, is where am I hoping they improve the most or would it be the difference this fall? Yeah, where do you think they made the difference? Yeah, um, well, what I'm hoping for, I guess we could start with with Hassan. Uh, you know, he's got a, a good long list like everybody does of, of these are the focus points. Um, you know, I want to continue to have him expand what he can do without the ball in his hand, uh, become even more proficient. He was a pretty good pass protector, but there's things that he uh, would be able to bring us as a blocker on the sweep game, on the perimeter. Um, you know, 
possibly as a lead blocker in terms of some of the two back stuff, um, kind of acting like uh, doing some of the jobs that a fullback would sometimes do. He's capable of all that. And so I think he's going to be able to take another step uh, in, in being going from just being decent at that to being really dominant. Um, the other thing for him is, is, you know, continuing to, to open up his hips, improve his stride length and, and turn some of those, you know, those, seven to 15 yard runs into really big ones. I think that everybody, you know, respects the way that he plays and loved watching him run last year. And Hassan will be the first one to tell you, he wants to turn some of those ones into even bigger runs. So, um, you know, finding ways to make that extra hat miss and turn some of those medium runs into huge ones is going to be a big difference for him. Uh, for Zach, it's really not super different. Uh, we need to turn some of these medium pretty good runs into explosive home run, uh, you know, ones that, that send the big house into an eruption. So um, both those guys have kind of the same focus. And I really believe that with the, with the experience, the confidence, continuing to understand the system, where, where the unblocked defenders are, and just running with more confidence, they're both going to make a lot of improvements in that, in that area. Our next question is from Rainer. Uh, yeah, hey Jay, uh, can you address the uh, recruiting momentum that you guys have had in the in the past week and uh, um, how you how you performed in that capacity in, the, in, in this kind of strange period uh, that you guys are going through? Of course, yeah, we would have to talk kind of in generalities with the right. recruiting stuff, but uh, you know, really, all of it goes back to the beginning of this whole um this whole deal uh coach harbaugh and and matt dudek really had an awesome vision for okay how long might this last how is it going to impact recruiting and then how are we going to separate ourselves and and you know be different do a great job what's the plan what's the day-to-day -day plan so it all started with that and uh they presented an awesome uh awesome vision we all bought into it and then really just, you know, stuck to it day in and day out. And, and all these coaches, they do such an awesome job connecting with, with players, with high school coaches, uh, finding ways to keep things interesting. And I think as, as time goes on, some of these players, you know, they're getting a little bored of being recruited the same way. They can't go on campus. They can't, uh, there's certain things that they're just not able to do. So the, the staffs that have been able to keep things engaging I think are, are kind of, um, you know, feeling the benefits there. Isaiah. Uh, now that you're working, uh, obviously you've been with special teams for some time, but um, now you're overseeing it and the return game, it always seems like sometimes you have guys returning from those roles from the year before. Sometimes there's some mix up there with some new guys. So knowing that you don't have everybody, on campus yet that could be potential return men who are you looking for in both punt and kick return that's a good question it's a really strong group i would say overall like it might be the best that we've had just in terms of depth of, of guys where we feel like hey this guy could be an option um in the past you know we've kind of had older guys that uh you know we took it off their plate or Guys are really young and inexperienced. So we have a nice balance now for kickoff returns. Uh, we love Giles back there. 
I think everybody does. Uh, crazy fast, super talented. And he even left some yards out there last year uh, that I think this year he's going to be able to take advantage of, uh, just continuing to improve with the way that he understands our system, seeing the, the blocking scheme develop. So uh, expecting a huge year from him. And then he's got a great group of guys that are going to be able to uh, compete with him, make him better, and then be back there with him. Uh, those guys are, are Ronnie Bell. He's done it before. Mike Sandris still, uh, Blake Corum, Andre Selden, uh, Mike Barrett's been back there and does a great job as an off returner, does a tremendous job blocking. Uh, so it's a really good deep group. Daxton Hill's done things back there, Chris Evans. So we feel great about the the quality of guys back there, and and uh, which is really necessary because you know as soon as a returner becomes really um, you know a, a big play threat that's when you see all of a sudden that guy doesn't get the ball so much anymore. So it's important to have somebody else back there that is a legit big play threat. Um, in the punt return scheme, obviously not having Donovan will be a, a new new thing for us. And luckily we were able to get some, some live reps with uh, Ronnie in the past, Mike Sanders still in the past. Uh, you know, that's something Dallas can do as well, which is exciting. Mike Barrett catches the ball extremely well. Um, Blake Corum is a punt returner. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned Selden. Uh, and that's not even excluding, like, the Roman Wilsons and the A.J. Hennings of the world that are still, you know, kind of we're not sure yet, but those guys are electric. And uh, it'd be, I'm confident that they'll at least be able to compete and uh, push those guys. And if they can get to the point where they can catch it with confidence at some point in the year, those guys could be legit dudes as well. Our next question is from Andrew. Jay, thanks for doing this. My question is, is somewhat similar to, to Rainer's about recruiting. I guess if you could provide any specifics on recruiting over video chat, I, I would think the campus, I would think the uh, the uh, campus visit is pretty. <laughs> the, the campus uh, visit is pretty key, you know, at a place like Michigan, given the big house and your facilities and, and things like that. How are you kind of? you know, making up for that. You're obviously still getting a lot of, you know, commits. Yeah, so I think it's just a mixture of things. I think some of these guys have been on campus before, so there's a comfort level there. Um, some of the guys that, uh, you know, hadn't spent as much time on campus with us, you know, there's a, uh, that's the beauty of technology is, you know, they're able to to do the virtual tours. They're able to you know, see things on, on uh, Google Maps and Street View. They're able to, you know, reach out to players and talk about things. Hey, what's it like day to day? Um, and so I think, you know, these recruits, they're going through this whole thing like everybody else. They're having to adapt. And I think that, you know, that's just kind of the way recruiting is right now is you have to go off, gather all the information you can, talk to the people you you, uh, you need to talk to from each school, the players, the staffs, uh, you watch the, you know, the virtual tours, you go on the virtual tour, whatever it is, you do the, uh, you know, virtual visits and all that stuff, and you, you make the best decision that you can. So, uh, you know, I don't think there's necessarily too many things that are super different that we do. Um, the ones that are, I'm not going to mention them, but uh, I, I think that what it really speaks to is the quality of the product we have here. Uh, I think 
you know, high school guys that we're recruiting, they feel the family atmosphere, the fact that our coaches care about the players, uh, and, and really the fact that you can have everything here. You can you get an elite degree uh, with tremendous earning potential in pretty much any field you want to. Uh, and then I don't know if you guys saw today, but the, uh, the most recent graphic of, of, you know, since Coach Harbaugh has been here, the percentage of starters that have made it pro, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's over 90, I think 93% uh, for defense, like 96 for offense and 94 overall or whatever, whatever it was. I mean, I mean, recruits feel that and there's, they, there's not too many other places like that where you can have both. And you don't necessarily need to be on a campus to, to realize the fact that, hey, these are really compelling numbers. Uh, these stories that these, the players on that team are, are you know, given us are really compelling and I want to be a part of it. Next question is from Ashley. Hey Jay, um, I just wanted to ask about Blake Corum. I mean, you know, obviously you guys didn't have a full spring ball slate, but since he was able to enroll early, um, just what did you see from him? I know Josh talked about his speed is as advertised. So um, what did you see from him then? And what have you seen from him in the virtual workouts and things you guys have done? Yeah, Blake is awesome. Um, you know, the, the main thing about him is like, he just goes all out at everything that he does. And uh, if there's one thing that's just generally true in life, as well as within our football program, the guys that just go all in and don't really, you know, they don't dip their toe in, they don't think about, hey, you know, should I do this or not? Like, he just goes hard at every single thing that he's presented with. Uh, I think that he got a 4-0 or, or close to it in his first semester. Uh, he's on time for everything virtually. He turns everything in. He takes tremendous notes. He asks questions. He's just a junkie for football, but also for everything. And there's no, he's very binary. It's like all in or he's not into it. And uh, so I think that that will serve him really good in terms of getting through this without it being a setback for him. And that's kind of what I mentioned for some of the other guys too, is like, we just have a lot of guys like that, that you could put them a thousand miles away and give them a laptop and, uh, you know, a field and a pair of cleats and, you know, they're going to find a way to make the best of it. They, our team doesn't make excuses and, and uh, I think that when it's all said and done, we're going to be really glad with the type of team that we've assembled and recruited because they've handled it so, so well. And Blake's just a, another example of that. Our next question is from Aaron. Jay, following up on your comments earlier about um, Zach and Hassan kind of turning those medium-sized runs into home run runs, um, yeah. how does the inexperience and uncertainty with the offensive line factor into the, the season? Because obviously you guys lose four starters, you bring one back, um, but there's going to be a lot of young, inexperienced guys up front there this, this fall. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm excited to, to watch those guys go. I think that uh, the guys that we lost obviously were, were phenomenal. I think Coach Gatt might have touched on this at some point in the past, but uh, we have a lot of really good guys that weren't playing. And uh, just because they weren't playing doesn't mean that they're necessarily lesser players they're just behind you know four NFL dudes so really excited about the athleticism that they have um, they're overall uh, one of the things you could say about them is they're probably a little bit more nimble a little bit more mobile than uh, the guys we had last year doesn't mean it's better 
it just means that it lets you do some different stuff. And, uh, and I think they're going to be able to really leverage that, uh, their athleticism to our benefit. And Coach Warner, if, if there's one thing that we all know, it's that the dude can coach the offensive line and he can develop and, and he's got the same mentality as everybody else. You know, even though we didn't have a spring ball, those guys have been grinding and studying and learning and doing everything that they, that they can do to get ready to play. So uh, we're just excited to, to run behind them and make them look as good as we could possibly can. Next question is from Vanessa. Yeah, hi, Jay. Um, you talked a little bit about this intensity you look for in your running backs, about creating these like home run, eye-opening plays. How do you get that intensity with the individual players? Because I feel like you kind of have to push them to get that to themselves instead of just coaching them into being a successful player. So I guess my question is, how do you get that intensity and that grit? That's an interesting question. Um, I would say that that's probably, like overall, that probably has to do with the guy that you recruit more so than stuff that we can do here, just because the guy's got to have the, the hunger for, for greatness and the, that really strong desire to improve. And those guys all have it. So, uh, you know, after the season, when they come in and we talk about, Hey, these are the, the 10 things that we really, really need to improve. And, and maybe there's three or four that are the most important. Like those guys really grab onto that. They, I've seen guys who save, uh, you know, take it and put it as the background on their phone. Um, you know, they're just driven. They're really motivated to, to take that next step. So I wouldn't say that it's anything that we need to, uh, you know, push them from a motiv motivation standpoint because they all have that and they have tremendous just passion. And that's part of the reason why they're here. Uh, our role, I would say, is more of a guidance of, okay, so this is what you're trying to do. You're, you want to make this guy miss or you want to get more yardage out of this play or, or you know, have more big plays. Here's the steps that you can take from a training standpoint to do it. Uh, here's a cut up of, you know, this NFL player that you should watch. Here's an example of, of this run. Here's a, uh, you know, some type of quiz or assessment to make sure you're understanding the way that the play is being blocked. So, our role is more of a, of a guidance and, and technical uh, guidance type of role when you have such motivated players. I don't know if that answers your, your question, but. Our next question is from Austin Meek. Yeah, Jay, thanks for doing this. Um, from a kicking game perspective, it looks like you have most of your uh, specialists back. You guys alternated with the kickers through most of last season. Would you anticipate that being a competition again, or did, did Quinn kind of take control of that kicking job at the end of the season? Yeah, Quinn certainly took control of it last year. I think he finished with like nine makes in a row and tied a, a school long um, in the bowl game. So he played awesome, but, you know, this is a new season, and we're going to compete at every single position, and those guys know that. The punters know that. The snappers know that. Uh, that's part of, you know, what's made our special teams culture what it is, is that, there's no handouts and, and everyone's got to compete for everything and earn everything. And, and uh, that's part of the reason why we've ended up with the depth we have at those two spots. And, you know, I wouldn't trade any one of those guys. I think we have, you know, the best two kickers and the best two punters in the country. So thrilled about, um, you know, the way that that room looks. And, uh, you know, if we were to change that now and change our approach, it would be kind of going against what got us here. So we'll compete our, our butts off and, and we know that 
it'll end up with us having a great guy who's ready to play at a high level and then a, a backup who's ready to, uh, uh, you know, ready to have his name called. And if it ends up being somewhere in between for whatever reason, then, you know, that's a great thing too. We have time. There's Angelique had a question. I say we had time for probably about one or two more. There's Angelique. Oh, you want me to go? Uh, yeah. Jay, I was curious, uh, Don Brown and, and I think Jim have said recently that through this process, even using these Zoom meetings, you've learned more about your players, you've gotten to know them better. What have you learned about something, something maybe you didn't know about your guys? And will you use elements of this going forward? Yeah, it's an awesome question. I think in general, uh, I would imagine that everybody's uh, kind of felt that there's going to be an element of, of carryover uh, for the for for the benefit of everybody. You know, finding a a nice kind of hybrid approach where where you know we can address our players in more than one way. We can uh, you know reach them when they aren't on campus. We can. Uh, you know, interact with them or, or get our work done possibly from not being in the office. So I think that that conversation is a healthy one. Um, in terms of the first part of your question, uh, it's just been fun. It's been fun because you're getting, without there being filmed to watch that you just did, there, there's not that urgent, hey, we got to watch this and get this fixed. There's just a lot more dialogue and, and you're able to spend more time going through the details of the system, uh, the different plays, concepts, and uh, really spend time making sure that guys get it. You get whatever it is you're talking about. And I think what's great for the players and what we've observed of our guys is they're confident in saying, hold on, can we, can we go back over that? There's just less of a hurried feel uh, because you have a little bit more time to, to meet with them. So that's been a really positive thing and, and uh, excited to see, you know, in five years from now, does the standard model of coaching, does it look the same? It probably won't. I don't know how different it'll be, but I think, you know, having the conversation uh, is, a, is a healthy thing. I got like, one. like five more minutes, Dave, if, uh, okay. that's cool. if anyone has any more questions, Toss it in the uh, chat session. Up oh, there's Aaron. Aaron McMahon. Jay, uh, Christian Turner, I know he's injured uh, those final couple games of the season last year. I was wondering if he's healthy and if he was prepared to start for spring practice and where you'd like to see him make the, the jump this season. Yeah, CT is ready to roll. He's, uh, he's healthy. We're super excited about it. Um, just love him, love everything he's about. He uh, he's worked his butt off to get back uh, and and be healthy. And and uh, you know it's a bummer that he wasn't able to get the rust off in spring. But he's doing a great job getting ready and going into the season. Just excited for him to to be able to get on the field and do what he loves to do. He absolutely loves to play football, and I just am dying to see him out there and and doing what he loves to do and impacting on special teams. And then as a running back, just continuing to improve his feel, his patience, uh, his footwork in the backfield, uh, really all the little things that are going to let him harness all that explosiveness that he has. And uh, like I said, I can't wait to see it. Is there anything else from anyone? 
Uh, I think Angelique raised her hand. Angelique? Hey, I was just wondering, with this extra time that you mentioned, I know you're, you're doing some dad duty a lot more than usual. Um, have you spent more time watching film? And, and if so, is there a team or, or players you focused on to share with, with your running backs? Yes, it's kind of a mix. Um, as an offensive staff, we, we work on our opponents that are, are coming up and we collaborate and all that stuff. Uh, we explore just different trends and things that are going on in the country uh, at every level. Uh, just to see, you know, what can we bring into our system? What's worth exploring? Hey, this might be good or this doesn't fit us. But all those conversations have been really uh, just fun. It's a fun, fun group to be with. Uh, and then in terms of the running backs, it's always a, a good mix. Watching some other college guys, watching NFL guys, uh, doing the, uh, you know, the, the position group meetings with the guest speakers and that kind of thing. So, um, you know, I think it's always good to diversify where your your information, your knowledge is coming from, your insights. And, you know, if you have a, a staff or any type of group, different things are going to click and resonate with different, different people. So uh, whether it's watching running backs, there's a lot of different styles and, and types of backs. So watching different ones is always good because, you know, uh, some guys are more similar to, to Christian Turner or Chris Evans than other guys. And then when you talk about different people's messages or guest speakers or whatever it might be, you know, some guy, some guests may really resonate and change somebody's life. And then a different person in the group may just say, eh, it was okay. So it's important, I think, to just keep the variety up, keep it fresh, exciting, uh, and, and really just looking ways to continue to keep the players engaged and, and growing so that when we're all together, uh, we can just continue the momentum. You've had guest speakers? Uh, I have, yeah. Can you can you share some of those names? Yeah, we've had some awesome ones. Uh, uh, we've had the Ravens running backs coach, Matt Weiss, uh, who's a friend of mine. Um, Dylan McCullough, the running backs coach for the Chiefs. Uh, we've had uh, Karan Higdon uh, and others. But it, it's it's really just it's it's great for our guys that get a chance to go outside of you know the walls of Shem and and you know ask the questions as the stuff that they wonder about and. Um, you know, see what kinds of things are, are guys preaching or what's really important or what's this guy like or uh, the topics have, have varied and we've been really grateful for the time that people have spent with us and shared their stories and their wisdom with us. And uh, I think that that's probably something that will continue to uh, as an interesting carryover is, is uh, people realizing, hey, this is a great way to, to connect with people and bring new insights into your group and so yeah, I think moving forward even if we're physically in the same place uh, using technology to be able to include uh, some people from elsewhere some former players whatever it might be I think that's pretty cool and something that I'm looking forward to well thanks Jay I appreciate it I know we got to get him going so um, off to his thanks, next everybody. commitment but uh, appreciate you taking the time today Thank you for listening to the UMGoBlue.com podcast, all rights reserved. Search for UMGoBlue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.